Hi, I'm Jess from The Outside In. So we're going to be doing something a little bit different today. Instead of doing an episode where both me and Charlotte are going to be talking about something, we're doing a follow-up to the gatekeeping episode about the LGBTQ plus community. And today Charlotte's going to be sharing her experience with gatekeeping as a bisexual woman. When I was a kid, I would take my mom's Victoria's Secret magazines and look at all the models in them. I would tell myself that I was not attracted to them, I just admired their bodies. And for a while, that worked. I had tons of crushes on boys, especially famous ones from movies, but not gonna lie, I was also attracted to Princess Leia. As a kid, this didn't matter much to me. Telling myself all it was was admiration for women's bodies was a part of my normality, and anything other than the perceived normal seemed too difficult. As a 10-year-old who just moved to Doha, Qatar, in 2012, I forgot about my introspective questioning towards my sexuality up until I moved away. During my time in Qatar, I made a really good friend, but we both moved away with our families to different places in 2014. After a year of not talking often, we decided to call over Skype and catch up. That's when she told me she identified as bi. For some reason, this really caught my interest and got me thinking about the community and activism. I started following a lot of queer spaces online and started to think more about the injustices towards the community. In the summer of 2015, I went to horse camp for a week. I remember making friends with these two girls who knew each other outside of, camp, outside of the camp and went to the same school. They were both the type of girls who had probably had horse posters plastered on all four corners of their bedroom walls. I was not a horse-crazed preteen. I was the one who loved reading books like Percy Jackson and thought I was going to be the next famous teenage fan fiction author. When the week was over, we exchanged Instagram handles and followed each other when we got our phones back. Over that year, I saw how they both seemed to change a lot on social media. They started to post a lot about the LGBTQ plus community and how we need to stand up with them. They would go to protests and sit-ins in St. Paul. This was also the year of 2016 when Donald Trump was elected and everything became chaotic in the United States. That summer we all went back to the same week for horse camp and their appearances changed a lot. They both got their nose pierced and were wearing ripped jeans and flannels and I started wearing this type of aesthetic as well that year but minus the nose piercing. For some reason when I saw them, I had this surge of jealousy because not only were they dressing how they wanted, but they also expressed their opinions on injustices and would shut down homophobic comments that any of the other girls in the camp would say. When we all arrived off of the buses, I noticed this one person who was so attractive. I thought they were a boy for a minute until they came up to me and told me they were going to be my camp counselor. She at the time had pink short hair and I thought it was super awesome. The whole week I was so confused with myself because I was attracted to her. It would keep me up at night for hours because I had so much anxiety about it, being attracted to a girl. I would tell myself the only reason I thought that they were hot was that they looked like a boy. And the next year I didn't go back to summer camp, but my sister did. My sister told me later that my old counselor had transitioned to being a boy and was now the boys camp counselor. So I was like, Thank God. I was always attracted to him the whole time, and obviously because he's a dude. 
At this point in the story, I feel I need to clarify that my parents are the most chill and accepting parents ever that I could ask for. But yet, I never went to them on this topic. I was scared of myself. I had internalized the homophobic message I would see on social media, and I didn't think that there were many bi people around for me to be one as well. I then started my first year at Think Global School in 2017, and on the first day, I have never been with so many queer people in my life. This one girl in particular I thought was super cool, and it confused me a lot. She's openly gay, and I admired that so much because I wished I could be at the same point she was, where I was not lying to myself anymore. One day, I casually asked her how she would give advice to someone who feels attracted to a girl but does not know what she is yet. She told me that she would be nervous to be with someone like that, who's only experimenting, because that meant they could turn around and leave her. That made me feel terrible because I thought, well, that means I'll never know if nobody will try with me. I told her about two weeks later that I really liked her, and surprisingly to me, she liked me as well. Once I was with her, it just felt right. Being with a girl just felt normal to me, and all this pent-up anxiety started to fade away. I told my mom and dad pretty soon after we started dating, and all they said was, Cool, I'm glad you're happy. Part of me was like, that, that's it? That's all you're going to say? This is kind of a big deal. But I was so grateful they were cool with who I was. This is my first real relationship with someone, and I was 15, so of course this was going to end. We dated for about a year, and in December of 2018, we broke up. It was really difficult for me after that because I identified as bisexual, but I had never been with a guy before. I was overthinking everything after that. Do I count if I have only been with a girl? The longer we had been broken up, the more confident I became in being bisexual. I wrote a post on social media in June of 2019. This post changed a lot for me. I've never had anyone outwardly tell me that what I am is wrong, but of course once you're out publicly, it was inevitable that this would happen. I posted on Instagram first and later on Facebook. This is the post. I've never been, I've been thinking about doing this publicly for a while now, and I've finally worked up the courage to do it. I've been openly bisexual at my school and to most family members for about two years. Every year the month of June rolls around, and I see people come out on social media and embrace who they are to wider communities, and every year I would say to myself, not yet, they aren't ready. Maybe next year. I'm happy to finally embrace myself fully instead of just re-sharing other success stories at this time of year. Share my own. I'm out, and I am proud. After I clicked share, I felt free. Now everybody knows, and I don't need to have any awkward conversations. I got a lot of responses that were very positive. I did not only share this for myself, though. That year, I had a couple of different people come to me asking for advice, so I kind of made this post as proof that people will accept you. I was in Greece when I did this, and the next day I was flying home to my grandparents' house first, and then the next day I would have driven the four-hour drive home. My grandma had known about me being bi for two years, and I had told her about my ex-girlfriend a while ago. I had not, however, told my grandpa, and I didn't think he would see the Facebook or Instagram post because he does not use it. They both came to pick my dad and I up at the airport, and we drove to their house to have dinner and spend the night. We ordered pizza for dinner, and my grandpa and I went to pick it up together. The drive was very, very quiet, but my grandpa is not a man of many words, so I thought it was normal. 
When we got home, we all sat around the table and started to eat. I sat across from my grandma, and my dad sat across from my grandpa. Halfway through dinner, my grandpa started to ask questions about roommates at my school, and it got heated. I'm not going to go into the details, into what was said, but it was clear that he was upset that I was by and that it was on social media. He told me that it should be kept private, and my dad lost it, rightfully so, and we left. I grabbed my stuff, and within a span of five minutes, we were in the car, headed home. He sent me a letter, but it felt forced. We avoid the topic with them, but I don't think I will ever go back again. I felt betrayed. Someone who should love me unconditionally stole my trust in people. I'm way more cautious with who I tell now and how I tell them. Later that year, I started to like this boy. I could feel my grandpa in my head, though. Part of me didn't want to like this boy because it would make it easier for myself in the world. I felt like if I was with this boy, then that would make my grandpa happy, and I just, I didn't want to do that, so I made a mess of things with this guy. Finally, I told him I liked him after four months of being back and forth, and now we're together. It feels just as right as it did with being with a girl, but now I get to say this is my boyfriend, or I have a boyfriend, and I'm assumed straight. Being with a boy or girl does not mean I'm one or the other, depending on who I'm with. I will always be bi. I think being bi is great, but it will always feel like standing in the middle of a highway. For some people, I will be too gay, and for others, too straight. For my grandpa, I'll always be too gay. This year of 2020, I am just going to commit to loving myself. I'm done being anything for anyone. Yes, I have a boyfriend at the moment, and he's really great for me. That's what matters, not its gender. I hope the story has helped some of you in some way or another. And remember, love deeply and unapologetically. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Outside In Podcast. <laughs>